everyone. Welcome back to The Road to Oz. I'm Cassie. And I'm Chloe. As we've stated in every episode, due to the outbreak of COVID-19, SUNY Oswego is not able to have traditional face-to-face visits anymore. However, we wanted to make sure that you still get to experience the student perspective on our school and also learn about different aspects of our campus. In the creation of this podcast, we're using video chat columns to make sure we are maintaining social distance. In this episode, we will be talking with some alumni from SUNY Oswego. This is part one of a two-part alumni series. During our time at SUNY Oswego, Chloe and I have met a lot of people who we've made connections with over the years. Today, we will be talking to six alumni who Chloe and I met throughout our years at Oswego who went all different directions in life after graduation, from grad school to different jobs. We hope you'd enjoy. Okay, so for our first guest, we have McKenna. So McKenna, would you mind introducing yourself um, and telling us a little bit about your time at Oswego, um, your involvement on campus when you were here, and then what you do now? Yeah, so my name is McKenna Gagne. I graduated in May of 2019. Um, I was a PR major with a double minor in psychology and business. I was in Albopsan 5, which is one of our national sororities at Oswego, and then I worked in the admissions office for, I think, like two and a half years, and then I was the open house intern in admissions for two of those years. Um, And then now I am getting my master's in higher education administration, and I'm a grad assistant in the Greek Life office at RIT, and I hope to one day work in admissions again. Awesome. So how did you find Oswego when you were applying, and why did you pick it? So I was just looking at most of like the SUNY schools just because that was a good price range for my family. Um, And actually the first time I visited, I was in Oswego for my brother's hockey tournament and I actually kind of hated it. Um, But as I researched the school more, I saw that they had a really good communications department, which is the area that I was looking to go into. And I went, I was like, oh, I should probably go visit again. So I went back and I fell in love with it. I loved the campus and the environment and just everything about it. They had a really great program. So that's kind of why I chose to go there in the end. Well, so if you had to pick, what's your favorite memory from your time at Oswego? Oh, gosh. I think it's impossible just to pick one. Um, <laughs> I'd say probably, like, the main theme of all my favorite memories are all the people that I got to meet. So um, Oswego allowed me to meet a lot of different people. So I had, like, the people I worked with in admissions as friends, my sorority friends, and then just people I had met in my residence halls and stuff like that. So I think it's a great size of school and so you get to meet a lot of different people and make memories with a lot of different groups of people you're not kind of just stuck with one kind of group which is really nice yeah I definitely agree you get to meet a lot of people it's nice um so you're a year out from graduation so how did you and why did you stay connected to Studios We Go even after you left so um My little brother actually goes to school there now, so I stay connected through him a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. I still have my sorority sisters and my admissions friends who are still there, so I talk to them a lot about kind of what's going on on campus. And then the alumni office, actually the, like, alumni association, they have, like, this thing you can sign up for where you can get emails about kind of what's happening at the school. So I signed up for that, like, two months after I graduated. I was like, I want to keep knowing what's going on at Oswego. So I signed up for that, so they send you a lot of kind of emails about what's going on so that's a really great way to stay connected and then why just because I love Oswego and never want to leave so this way I tend to be there talking to everyone who's still there. <laughs> I'm sure you had nothing to do with your brother choosing Oswego. Oh no nothing at all. <laughs> um, so what kind of advice do you have for current and prospective SUNY Oswego students? So I'll definitely um, take advantage. Like I was saying before, there's so many different opportunities. And since the school is small enough, it allows students to easily take advantage of those opportunities. Um, Because I know at some bigger schools, it's really hard for students to get involved, especially like right away when they first come to school, just because there are so many students. So that's a great thing about Oswego. It's big enough to have opportunities, but small, small enough for students to be able to take advantage of them. So definitely do that. And then also don't feel stuck. So if you get a group of friends and you're not really feeling with them, switch don't feel if you're in a major that you aren't sure about don't stay in it like don't feel like you're stuck in it make college the best that it can for you by taking advantage of your opportunities and not just kind of staying where you are so I like that I I agree I feel like if there's so many people out there that you can meet and there's so many things that you can do that if like you're in something and you don't want to be in it like you don't have to do it like yeah you can can switch like no one's gonna pressure you and feel bad about it like you just need to find your zone mm-hmm. um so our last question for you is why do you love Oswego like what about it 
do you love? So I definitely think just the campus environment, both like the physical environment with the lake and sunsets and all that kind of stuff, but also just like the people there, um, and like the faculty and staff and students and everything. So it allows um, students to really find their place and find what they really are passionate about. And as much in class that you learn, you also can learn outside. Like I, for me, myself, my outside involvement influenced my future plans way more than anything I ever did in class. Like I said, I worked in the admissions office and now I'm getting my master's hoping to one day work in admissions again. So I think just the environment there allows students to really kind of find what they're looking for, for kind of their future, both personally, career-wise, anything like that. So I think it's really a great environment. So thank you so much, McKenna, for sharing your experience at Oswego. We appreciate it. No problem. So for our next guest, we're going to have Kenny. So Kenny, can you introduce yourself, say your name, your graduation year, what you studied, what you were involved with on campus, and what you do now? Oh, that's a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> uh, um, uh, my name is Kenny, um, Kenny Belvin. Um, I graduated as we go December of 2017. Um, I think your third question was, what did I do on campus? Um, I worked in the admissions office all four years. Um which was great. Um, I did intramural sports. Um, I was part of some political science clubs. Um, changed my major four times before I landed on political science, so that took up a lot of my time also. <laughs> um, just kind of floated around campus for a while before I found my, my niche in the office and, and like a solid group of friends. And, and then poli sci led me to a bunch of other cool activities. Is that it? What do you do now? Oh, um, I work in politics. Um, uh, I work on political campaigns um, for state legislative candidates. Um, this I'm living in Montana now. It is the fourth state that I have lived in since 2018. Um, the other three states are New York, North Carolina, and Virginia. Um, I really love what I do. Moving around a lot um, is kind of a hassle, but um, really do love um, campaign work and excited to be in Montana. Cool. So uh, how did you find Oswego and why did you choose to attend? Um, so I used to tell the story on my tours. Um, I, um, when I was originally applying to college, I really wanted to go to Syracuse. I was like, dead set. I was like, I'm going to go to Syracuse. I'm going to be in orange. Um, and... Um, I was so committed, and then I applied to Syracuse, I got in, and they sent me my financial aid package, and I was like, uh, never mind. Um, so I was like, guess I have to look at SUNY schools now, and so I visited a bunch. I visited New Paltz, Brockport, um, Oneonta, Cortland, probably Albany, Stony Brook. I visited a bunch, and I'm not really sure what it was for me, but, um, when I took my tour of Oswego, I just remember leaving campus that day and we got back in the car, me, my mom, my stepdad, and I was just like, yeah, this is where I want to go to school. So we got home five hours later and we sent in the deposit and there I was. So if you had to pick one, what was your favorite memory from your time at SUNY Oswego? Oof. Um... I don't know. Um, it's hard to pick one, I think. Um, a lot of really great times. Um, I think um, the end... Uh, so I graduated in December of 2017, but a lot of my friends graduated in May. Um, and I think some of my best times at Oswego were um, that last month, right before all my friends graduated, um, just because it was just... It was pretty easy, um, and at that point, I didn't have a whole lot of class classes left in my major, um, and I really loved poli-sci, so my classes were easy. Um, so just, like, that last, like, mid-April to mid-May period um, of 2017 was really great. Um, I think the most fun I've ever had. Um, I think my best maybe singular moment or my favorite singular moment was my freshman year um, the hockey team played in the SUNYAC final at Geneseo and I, we went with all of our friends and they ended up winning that game like six to five or seven to six or something like obscene like that. Um, and that was really insane. Um, 
and a lot, you know, I'm, I'm like a really big hockey fan in general. Um, so it was just a really fun hockey game to be at. Um, yeah, probably my favorite singular moment. <clears throat> cool. So, um, how and why do you stay connected to SUNY Oswego since you've graduated? Um, Mostly up to this point, um, I've stayed connected through my friends that are still there, people that have worked in the office, in the admissions office. Um, I, all of them are graduating um, this semester, so I'm curious to see how I'll stay connected um, going forward. But, um, I mean, I love it. I loved it. Um, I'm super happy that I went there. Um, so it's pretty easy to want to stay in touch um, with the campus and things that are going on. Um, especially, especially as I move around so much, um, it's just an easy place to like, remember stability and, um, and good times. So what advice do you have for either current students or prospective students for SUNY Oswego? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think for... Um, prospective students, I would say that it's totally fine to not know what you want to do. Um, I think there's this weird pressure to go into college with like, I'm going to do this and everything's going to go according to plan. Um, it's totally okay for things not to go according to plan. Um, nothing ever does. Um, and I think just be willing to branch out and try new things. Um, and I think for current students, um, I'd probably say something similar, but um, I would just say have as much fun as possible um, between the time you get there and the time you graduate, because uh, it goes by really, really fast. Um, and I remember like it was yesterday, my move, my first move-in day, and then I remember like it was yesterday, my graduation day, and all the time in between seemed to have kind of like snapped. Um, so just enjoy it, I think. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <was> so quick. <laughs> Um, so, finally, what do you love about SUNY Oswego? Um, I mean, I think the, I think on Twitter, like, SUNY Oswego's Twitter bio is, like, um, big enough to let you follow your dreams and small enough to give you personal attention, something like that. Um, and I think it's probably, like, the best and most accurate description of the school I could think of. Um, it is really small, um, so the feeling of community, I think, is, is there. Um, I think the fact that it's in such a small town in um, upstate New York is is a key part of that as well. Um, so everything, I think I used to describe like Oswego, New York as a globe um, mm-hmm. and everything kind of happened like isolated from the rest of the world. Um, and that definitely magnified itself on campus. Um, so, I mean, the community feel was great, but it was also like I never felt lacking um, of like classes that I wanted to take or things that I wanted to do. I always knew that there was like things I could do more. I could do if I wanted to, um, never felt unsatisfied, um, with the experience or the quality of education. Um, yeah, I just loved it. Well, thank you so much for coming and joining us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to be on. Okay, so for our next guest, we have Charles. So, Charles, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your time at Oswego and what you do now? Sure. So, uh, like Cassie said, my name is Charles. I graduated last year in 2019. Uh, I studied cognitive science and computer science uh, and had a lot of fun on campus, did a lot of different things. I worked in the admissions office with Chloe and Cassie uh, for a few years. I worked at the on-campus fitness center for three years, at the tutoring center for three years, and even in the basement of Johnson Hall as a recycling technician for a year and a half, which was a, a grand old time. Uh, and it did a couple clubs, you know, here and there, but mostly just working in class. Uh, and then as for now, I, uh, I'm actually a grad student at the University of Pennsylvania getting a master's degree in behavioral and decision sciences. Awesome. So how did you find Oswego when you were applying and why did you pick it? Yeah, I mean, I uh, so I'm from Florida, and I knew I wanted college to be some type of crazy. So I was like, I want to go far away and see uh, snow like every day 
whether it's April, May, June, regardless, you know, I want snow outside my window. And uh, I was actually looking for cognitive science. So I knew I wanted to study cognitive science. And I was looking for programs around the country. And um, Oswego was one of the ones that was on that list. And I came up to visit in April. Uh, and there was, what a guest, snow on the ground. So I was pretty pumped. And uh, it was super rainy. It was super windy. And I was like, I just have to be here for the next four years. This is so cool because it's so different from the sweltering, you know, the sweltering heat and the crazy humidity in Florida. Um, so I found it for my degree program, and then I, I stayed because of the the kind of the crazy tour that we had and and uh, the faculty members that I got to interact with when I uh, when I got to stop by. Cool. That's a cool outlook. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, crazy one, what was right? your favorite memory from your time in Oswego? Yeah, this is a tough one because four years there, there's a lot of good things to, you know, kind of reflect on. But, um, you know, two of the two of the things that come to mind are (laughs) funny enough, also weather related. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, I remember there was this uh, RA group interview and uh, on a Saturday, and it was like, uh, it, it was a negative temperature, something below zero. I don't remember exactly what it was, but the wind was like the craziest I had ever witnessed. And I was a freshman too, so it was uh, it was all new to me still. And I was walking from Lakeside up to the campus center, and it's like just one huge wind tunnel the whole way there. And because there's an interview, I was wearing slacks, uh, which offer very little protection against the wind. And... Uh, so the wind was cutting through, my, my legs were numb, and I was like, I was just smiling through the whole thing, thinking like, wow, this is, uh, what a crazy experience that I'll never get to kind of see in the, or, or do ever again. Uh, and so that happened again, you know, kind of through the years with, you know, snowstorms or, you know, walking outside and, and slides and shorts when everybody's wearing winter coats because, you know, I just wanted to kind of feel the, feel the weather and stuff like that. And I got called crazy a couple of times, but that's totally cool. You know, that's what makes it so much fun. So, uh, yeah, it was honestly like the uniqueness that Oswego was and, and, you know, acknowledging that it's a time now that I'm not going to be able to, you know, that I have to cherish because I won't have it again, you know, a little a, a little ice down the road. So, uh, the, and one of the big things that you don't forget is, is the weather. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the first time I'm, I saw you outside of the office, you were like roaming around in shorts. And it was snowing outside. I remember like, what is going on? And I remember I told Allie after I got back in the office, I was like, I just saw Charles out, outside. He's wearing shorts. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, Ugh. Well, you know, they don't, I'm pretty convinced that they don't sell pants in Florida. So when I moved everything up there to New York, I didn't have any pants. You know, my only option was to acclimate very quickly to the weather. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that certainly made for a memorable time there. Hey, not only for me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it really did. <laughs> so how and why do you stay connected to SUNY Oswego? Uh, well, um, I decided to keep my Oswego email, number one. So I get to see all those uh, <laughs> those emails from, from the president and from the arts community and all this stuff. Like things happening on campus are just cool to just reminisce a bit. Uh, but also, I uh, kind of recently started looking at the alumni network that we have, and um, and I, I love the alumni magazine, being able to see like people who graduated so many years ago and um, and what they did and what you know what they're doing now, and um, so really it's kind of just like a hands off, just reading about and watching and. Uh, and things like that from a distance. But actually, just today, I walked into a Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> you know, because life is, you know, the grass is greener, right? So now we, now I get to go to Dunkin' Donuts after college. But So I walked into Dunkin' Donuts, and a guy was like, Oswego State? And I was like, yeah, Oswego State. And he's like, Oswego State? And I was like, yeah, Oswego State. And he was like, I graduated there in 2017. And I was like, no way, I just graduated in 2019. And then we just left. But it was still pretty cool, you know? <laughs> So, um, I do try to like, just, just keep in touch, uh, you know, just staying up to date with, with what's going on, uh, you know, over there. Um, but, uh, it's, it's something I like to think about. That's pretty cool. So do you have any advice for current or prospective Sunyaswego students? 
Yeah, so I think um, one of the best things about Oswego is, um, as I've kind of harped on already, is uh, is it's kind of uh, set away where you wouldn't expect it to be. You know, it's kind of like on the edge of uptown. It's on the lake. It's uh, it's kind of like a little oasis, um, although you know, not not quite in the, the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say, you know, college is meant to be about you know your goals, your studies, what you want to do, your interests, not even your degree, but, you know, what you find interesting and, and you want and what you want to explore and things like that. So I would say, you know, you know, try to look into that and, and see if you can identify something. And even if you can, um, take whatever you want, you know, it's not, uh, don't stress too much about, you know, what you're going to accomplish in the first couple of years or what you can put on your resume. Just, I would say, especially those first couple of years, you're not going to have them again. And it's going to change once you kind of get, you know, up up into the upperclassmen years, so I would say keep an open mind, you know, have have some fun when, when you're exploring with classes and clubs and professors and, and internships and, and whatnot, but uh, I would say, you know, don't stress too much about grades and, and try to make college the time where you can, you know, lay in the hammock next to the lake, you know, more, more often than, than, you know, pull your hair out for, for studying or things like that, so um, that's probably my, my advice is try to find stuff you're interested in and then just prioritize the time that you spend with with those things that you find interesting um, and you can pretty pretty much make a, a pretty cool college experience so our last question for you if you i know you talked about it a little bit but what do you love about oswego yeah absolutely and I, and this is a, a cool perspective now because i have another university that i can kind of compare oswego to but um uh, one thing I love about Oswego is, is certainly the people. There's a, there's a unique quality of, of the people who are all kind of in it together up at Oswego. And, and you know, one subset is the faculty. And the faculty are, are pretty great. I uh, haven't had too many negative experiences at all with, with faculty members at Oswego. And actually, one faculty member convinced me to come to Oswego, and he wasn't even in my department. Uh, but I was seeing him teach computer science, and I was like, he was talking about raspberry pies, and I was like, are we having dessert? And it turns out we weren't. They were talking about programming, and I just didn't know what was going on. But, uh, but he was talking about that with all these um, super smart kids that were visiting, and I was like, I don't even know what they're talking about, but he is super passionate about these raspberry pies, whatever they are, you know. And he's getting these kids pumped up about raspberry pies. And I was like, this is phenomenal, you know. I don't want to study computer science, but I want to take a class with this guy, you know. <laughs> Uh, and it was like that ever, you know, that was when I visited in April. And then from the moment I got on campus in August to, you know, when I graduated last May, every kind of professor interaction was, uh, you know, how can the, the faculty member help me as a student, you know, understand the material or, or apply it with, you know, a cover letter or, you know, apply it with a, a term paper or things like that. So, um, you know, the special category of people at Oswego are certainly the faculty because they care so much about, the, the students, what they can do, what they can accomplish, and, and how they can help get the students there. Uh, after all, it was a teacher's college, and even though it's not anymore, it certainly feels like it. You know, they're, they're, they're so uh, so helpful along the way. So that's, that's also kind of another another thing that I'd recommend is as soon as you can, get into, get into an office hour and meet them and, uh, and things like that because they can oftentimes be very different in office hours than they are in, in class, especially if there's a, a big lecture. You know, some people are intimidated, but once you get in the door, they're like kicking their feet back. You know, they're talking about raspberry pies again. You know, who knows, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's definitely one thing I love about Oswego is is the people. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Charles, for sharing your SUNY Oswego experience and giving some advice. Well, yeah. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity, and uh, I'm happy to to keep listening. <laughs> so for our next guest, we're gonna have Maddie. So Maddie, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name is Maddie Coletta. Uh, I actually just graduated about this time last year in May of 2019. Uh, I had a Bachelor of Zoology, and I was a Biocultural Anthropology minor, which is always a mouthful. Uh, Back when I was on campus, I was involved in a lot of different things, lots of different fields and lab research programs with the different professors. Uh, But mainly, I was really involved in the equestrian team on campus. Um, I actually refused to go to any school that didn't have an equestrian team, Mm -hmm. and I was an officer with them for the last three years that I was there. I was also really involved with the entire tour guiding program on campus because I loved Oswego so much. 
Uh, so I was a volunteer with them for about a year and a half before I became a full-time employee for the rest of my four years. Cool. So can you talk a little bit about um, what you did, like, from right after graduation up until what you do now? So I know you've kind of gone on a little bit of a journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so uh, the day after I graduated, we woke up real early and drove all the way down to Florida from upstate New York. Uh, where I started my first paid position in the field where I was essentially helping a master's student get research data in Central Florida. So I was basically tracking bobwhite quail uh, out in the pine prairies of Florida uh, where we attach little, they have little collars on them and you can track them via radio telemetry, um, which you tune into like a radio channel. They each have their own frequency. So we got a lot of data working on that. Uh, I stayed there for about four months, and then uh, due to the whole hurricane thing in uh, Florida, I evacuated early and went to a job in Texas, where I was in West Texas, based in Lubbock. Uh, Basically, there I also worked with Bob Whitequill, but did a lot more intensive research on my own. So I was attaching GPS backpacks to quail and also tracking them. And I was also getting a lot of um, audio recording data on their covey calls. Um, And a covey is in the fall, all the birds kind of group together so that they can stay warm for the winter. And they call in the morning to kind of check in on everyone. Um, So I was doing a lot of different research projects revolving around the coveys in the fall. And then I got another job, so I was there for six months. I was a seasonal employee full-time, and I uh, just drove to Oklahoma. So I'm now in southeast or northeast Oklahoma in Bartlesville, and I'm an agriculturist for the Sutton Center, which is an avian research and education facility here, where I breed Atwater's prairie chickens, um, which if you guys don't know what those are, they're really cool birds. Uh, They are a subspecies of the greater prairie chicken, and they are in coastal Texas and Louisiana. Um, they're really known for their mating rituals, uh, where they basically do a really cool stomping display. They have these bright orange and purple air sacs on the side of their faces that they inflate to make a really cool booming noise. Um, so basically right now I'm breeding them uh, to be released down in Texas. Um, so coronavirus is causing some problems with that, but we're still at full capacity here at my facility. Um, and if you guys don't mind, can I play a little vocalization of them? <laughs> of course. Absolutely. So this is the Atwaters. Were you guys able to hear that okay? Yeah. That yeah. Is- Sounds like babies. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Yeah, but um, they can be finicky as them sometimes, too. Uh, They're really cool. So they basically stomp and boom. And in the morning, it kind of sounds like a haunted barn uh, where we have them all because you can hear them all booming like that from quite a way. I love that. Cool. Yeah, I um, so Maddie and I lived in the same house last year and she um, never stopped talking about birds. (laughs) She loved birds a lot and it shows in her in her travels now to all the different bird places. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maddie, how did you find Oswego, and why did you pick it? Um, so, I think I just found Oswego out on College Board, like a lot of people do, I think. Um, I was specifically, again, looking for places with an equestrian team, um, and I was really intrigued by their zoology program because up in the Northeast, we don't really have anything like that. Um, so I decided to pick it the second I stepped out of the car when I visited campus. Granted, I was there in August and there were like seagulls and there was like a nice breeze off the lake. So it kind of felt like you were on vacation, uh, which is definitely different in the winter time. Uh, but basically it was the people there, you know, meeting all the professors and all the tour guides I got to meet and just all the people there were so wonderful. It just kind of felt like home, you know, the second you got there. So that's why I picked it. So, what is your favorite memory from your time at Oswego? Um, I never can pick an exact memory. I have so many memories, just from things as simple as, like, studying on the fourth floor of Shinneman, our science building, to moving out with people in the res hall, to having semifinals in Florida with my equestrian team, where we got to go swimming with manatees and just be around all of our good friends and 
um, just seeing everyone succeed at that. So I, I can never pick one memory, but there were just so many good times at us. We go where usually just a big sense of community there. Yeah, definitely. So how and why do you stay connected to SUNY Oswego? Um, well, I stay connected to SUNY Oswego because it was my home for four years. You know, I went out of my way to pick that place to live for uh, four years of my life. And um, I stay connected to a lot of my friends there. A lot of my professors I'm still in contact with. Um, they're wonderful people. They do so much work in the field. So they're really great resources as well as good people to have advice and stay in contact with. Um, so, yeah, I usually just send a lot of emails, a lot of text messages, and just try to keep up with all the people I met while I was there as best I can. Awesome. So, what advice do you have for um, current and prospective SUNY Oswego students? I always, I always would advise students to pick the place that they feel the most at home. You know, it's not always gonna be like a really straightforward decision for people i was really lucky that oswego just was like a bright light of hope for me where i was like this is where i'm going uh and i just had decided on the spot but it's not like that for everyone so really visiting campuses i think is the best because on paper they all start to look the same uh they all have really great resources and programs um but like i said it's always the people that really made me want to go to oswego and stay there um, so pretty much I always just advise them to reach out to professors that do cool research that they're interested in and reach out to their tour guides. I know I always used to get so excited when students would ask me about our program. Um, so just reach out to people and see what they think of it and just because it's going to be the people that make or break the school and the professors. It's not necessarily going to be the programming. Great. And finally, what do you love about SUNY Oswego? I love, like, it's a recurring thing here. I love the people, and I love, um, I love that we have our lake, and I know everyone loves the lake, but now I've been kind of around the lots of different states. I'm telling you guys, sunsets out of Sego are the best sunsets. I don't care what all the Texans think about their sunsets. Yeah. Um, just the entire community and how at sunset everyone just goes out to the lake and it's just such a moment of peace despite how crazy your semester can get um so i just love i love the sunsets i love the people yeah <laughs> i love it there well thank you so much for joining us and talking about your cms we go experience we really appreciate it yeah thank you guys so much for having me Okay, so for our next guest, we have Allie. So, Allie, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us about your time at Oswego um, and then what you do now? Of course. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Allison Berrigan. Um, I am currently the Assistant Director of College Counseling at Archbishop Curley High School in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I went to Oswego. I graduated in 2013 with my undergrad degree in 2014 with my master's. My undergrad degree is in childhood education and my master's is in literacy education. Awesome, so can you talk about a little bit what you were involved with on campus when you were there? Yes, so I did a bunch of things. Um, my, oh gosh, I guess my first semester freshman year, I was, I joined the crew team uh, a, a girl in my hall came back from practice one day, and this dates me, but um, we were sitting in the lounge in Johnson Hall, and she walked by, we were watching Glee, we had Glee parties, because like Glee had just come out, so we were watching Glee, and she was about to sit down with us, but she wanted to go like change out of her sweaty clothes, and I said, oh, well, what do you play? She got all sassy with me. She said, I don't play, I row. And I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so um, to this day, now she's actually my best friend, was in my wedding, and I'm going to be her matron of honor in her wedding <laughs> next June. Um, but um, she had me come to a practice, absolutely fell in love with it, became, um, became part of the team for about three years. So I got to row. Um, which is pretty cool. People don't realize um, you can't actually row right in the lake because it's such a big lake and the waves are almost ocean-like sometimes. So you have to row um, 
in like bay areas where they have break walls so um, that was a, a really cool thing that I got to not only like I had never done it before so it was a club a sports um, club that I was able to join um, that I had never had any experience um, I also was involved in um, KDP, which is Kappa Delta Pi, which is an international education honor society. Um, so that was being an education major, I thought was great for my resume, um, as well as the education club. Um, I was involved in that. And then my big thing that I got involved in was admissions. So freshman year, um, my RA on my floor was an intern in the admissions office, and I looked at her and said, I want to do that. Like, I want to, I want to be her. So, um, I got involved in admissions my first semester freshman year and became a tour guide. And then, uh, was a tour guide all of sophomore year, became an intern junior year, uh, was an intern for two years. And then I stayed at Oswego to get my master's. So they hired me on as a graduate assistant. So admissions was definitely, um, my big, my biggest <laughs> involvement on campus. Awesome. So how did you find Oswego when you were applying to schools and why did you pick it? Uh, my parents were uh, footing the bill and said, you can apply to SUNY. SUNY is what we can afford. And so I was really looking at all SUNY schools um, that had education. I wanted to be a teacher since I was in the fourth grade. Uh, I am not a teacher. I did teach um, kindergarten for a year after completing my master's, but uh, felt that admissions was more up my alley, but we'll get to that. Um, so they said SUNY. I looked at SUNY um, with the head education. Binghamton, I'm from Binghamton, so Binghamton was in our backyard, and my mom said, you have to live at home if you go to Binghamton. And I said, okay, I'm not even applying to Binghamton. <laughs> Um, so I think I applied to five SUNY schools. I think it was like Geneseo, Oneonta, um, Oswego, obviously, Buffalo. I can't remember that last one. I didn't. I didn't apply to Cortland because that was also really close to Binghamton, and it was too close for me. I wanted to be like two two hours away or so. Um, Oswego was not my top choice. It was not where I wanted to initially go. I wanted to go to Geneseo. Um, I visited there so many times I could have given the tour probably. Um, they waitlisted me. So after I got that email, I really put my heart into Oswego and my mom and I went and visited um, on a admitted student day in April. We left Binghamton, sunny, blue skies. It was chilly, but it wasn't that bad. Um, you know, no snow on the ground. We get to Oswego. The wind is whipping. I open the car door. I swear I was going to hit the car next to me with my door. I thought I was going to hurt that car because um, the weather was just so crazy. And I had the best day. And I said, if I can enjoy this, I can enjoy it on any day. And I just, it felt right. It felt good. Um, and from then on, Oswego was the place I wanted to be. And now I look back and I say, who would I be friends with? Like, <laughs> if I didn't go to Oswego, what would my career path have been? Because I went to be a teacher, but I'm not a teacher. And, you know, who would I be married to? Because I met my husband my freshman year. So, you know, I think about all those things. If I hadn't have chosen Oswego, I'm so glad that I did. That's great. So do you have, like, a favorite memory from your time at Oswego? I, oh goodness, memory, I, it's hard to choose one thing. Um, it's really hard to pick one specific memory. Um, if I, I guess if I had to pick like a category, like my friends being, we made all the memories together. Um, so really them being my favorite thing about what came out of Oswego. Of course, my education, of course, obviously I got a really good education there, but I think my friends are definitely what made my time the most memorable. Um, I mean, I lived in Johnson Hall my freshman year and met my two best friends that freshman year. We lived in the same hallway in Johnson. So all the memories we created that year and then moving in together uh, in Onondaga Hall sophomore year, 
um, to we lived in an apartment off campus senior year. So really just all those experiences, being able to do it with them is really important to me. Um, so how and why do you stay connected to SUNY Oswego? I know your experience is a little unique than other alumni. So if you want to talk about it a little bit. Mine is, so after, so first I, you know, got my undergrad degree and then stayed at Oswego to get my master's. Um, I was an RA my junior year, so then when I was working towards my master's degree, I applied for um, a position within Res Life and Housing as an assistant hall director, and they helped, they helped, they paid for my master's degree, which was great. Um, And then after that, I, I felt that Um, teaching might not be my career field that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I really felt admissions was, and just higher ed in general, was really the place um, that I felt most comfortable and really felt like I could excel in. Um, So I, in 2015, was hired on as an admissions counselor in the admissions office at SUNY Oswego. So my Staying connected with Oswego was going to work there every single day for four and a half years after graduating um, from there. So that certainly kept me in touch. I mean, um, I heard in that earlier podcast, um, Manny Cruz mentioning, um, you know, he was a student there and how the buildings were different. And even from 2013, when I graduated, buildings were different and so much has grown and changed. Um and so I, I got to really stay connected to the campus in that sense and taking walks around campus and getting to see those updates and changes and staying connected with the students that are there today and and all the offices on campus. I mean, between career services and all the colleagues that I had there, but also the friends that I made there um, and then alumni and res life and all those different places really kept me connected. Um, now that I have now that I'm no longer working at SUNY Oswego, even though it's only been two months, literally to the day, two months, um, I love staying in touch um, via the alumni magazine. Um, I think that does a great job with updates. I mean, they send out emails uh, as well to stay connected, which is great, but I just love the magazine. Um, and ever since I started, ever since I graduated, you know, um, seven years ago i have but like they put wedding photos in the back and i've just been wanting to get in to that magazine for seven years <laughs> with my wedding photo. so hopefully it'll be coming out in the next issue so by the time you guys graduate maybe you'll get my wedding photo in the alumni magazine if we don't <laughs> will you just send it to us <laughs> yes <Okay>, perfect <laughs> absolutely Yes, our uh, Allie was our boss, and we cried when she left. Oh. Lots of tears, yeah. We, we all cried. <laughs> um, so, Allie, what advice do you have for current and prospective SUNY Oswego students? Oh, well, prospective students, I always put on my admissions counselor hat and say, you know, visit, visit, visit. But guess what? We can't do that right now. So take advantage of these types of things. Take advantage of things like this podcast. Take advantage of the virtual tours that colleges are putting out there. Um, take advantage of the fact that you you have to you can reach out and make more connections with the admiss- admissions counselors and their students that are, you know, available because now you can really talk to them <laughs> where before you could come up to campus, but now we're going to have to, to reach out to more people. So just take advantage of, of what Oswego is offering to really get a sense um, of the community and of the campus. And then to like current students, um, live in the moment. I mean, be here, be now. You guys are definitely, um, you got a good three and a half years in. So, you know, <laughs> we'll hope that was enough of, a, of an experience. But... I mean, to those that are freshmen and sophomores and juniors who have their senior year coming up, just enjoy every second. Um, I tell people all the time, you couldn't pay me enough money to go back to high school. Just, I had a great high school experience, but then I got to college and said, wow, I had no idea it could be like this, that (laughs) it could be this great. Um, So really just live in the moment and soak it all in because 
you think homework's bad, but wait till you have to, you know, go to real work every day. <laughs> so it's definitely the best. It was the best experience of my life, and, and being able to to be at Oswego. So just enjoy, enjoy it, and take time while you while you're there. Um, so I don't know if you fully remember this, but we had a campaign in the admissions office that was why you yellow heart Oswego. Do you remember we had like the mm-hmm. shirts? So we've got I have one. <laughs> I still have mine too. Ryan North told me he got rid of his, but it's fine. Um we still one of the things that we've been trying to do and keep updated with this podcast is that why we yellow heart Oswego. So why do you yellow heart Oswego? Oh gosh. I yellow heart Oswego. Um I mean, really because of, I, I feel like just because of the person it made me be, um, when I went away to college, um, I was a very shy person. Um, I mean, I, I could, I could pick up the phone and order a pizza. Like that wasn't it, you know, like I can do normal things in, in terms of that kind of thing, but I wouldn't walk up to a group of people and introduce myself. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't take an entire, you know, 20 people on a tour like that wasn't, you know, something I felt comfortable doing or 20 strangers I wanted for. Um, it, it certainly made me and shaped me into the woman I am today, um, becoming a much more outgoing social person. Um, so I, I feel that I heart Oswego because of that, because I am who I am now, um, because I got to experience these things at Oswego, because it taught me those things and taught me those things through classes, um, the, the professors I had and, and my degree being education, you had to stand up in front of a, a room of people and teach them things. So it, it was that sense, but also, you know, socially and, and meeting new people. Um, so I, I really heard Oswego because of that. Um, and, and, I mean, friends and connections. I, I mean, I mentioned professors, but I'm still, like, I'm friends on Facebook with some of my professors. Um, we've stayed in touch. I run into them, you know, at the New York State Fair in the summertime. Um, and we, you know, hug each other. And I watch their children grow up. Like, oh, my goodness, you were so much littler when your mom was my professor. Um, so those connections, for sure. Um, and then, like I said, my friends, I mean, my two best friends were, were my bridesmaids in my wedding that I met literally day one of freshman year, which is just crazy. Um, I, I mean, I did not go to college to get married. This was not like, I didn't have boyfriends in high school and I met my husband November of my freshman year. Like these are things that have shaped my life and have shaped who I've become. So just all of those experiences add up until one four-year time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Allie, for sharing your experience with us. Thanks for having me, guys. I, I uh, am so honored to be in the same alumni category as Al Roker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, can't wait to uh, hear everything that all these alumni get to talk about. Okay, so for our next guest, we're going to have Tyler. So, Tyler, do you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name's Tyler. I graduated in spring of uh, 2019. Uh, I was an English major. Uh, I was involved in um, Alpha Phi Omega, a co-ed community service fraternity, uh, Del Sart Dance Club, um, Oswego Sing- Swing Dance Club, and I had an internship with the uh, student advising program and in the office of alumni magazine. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what you do now? Uh, so now I'm in law school, Vermont law school, uh, getting my, uh, juris doctor degree for environmental law, hopefully with an advanced certificate in land use law. So how did you find Oswego and why did you pick it? Uh, Oswego is really close to home. Uh, it's only 30 minutes away. Uh, I knew a few people who had gone there. Um, it had been on my radar. Uh, my family, my parents had told me that they would pay for all four years of a SUNY, uh, but they'd only be able to pay for two years of a private school. So, you know, four years versus two years, I thought four years would be better. Um, I picked it mostly because it was close to home. Um, 
awesome. So, what is your favorite memory from your time at SUNY Oswego? Uh, four years is a long time. It's hard to pick just one memory. Um, off the top of my head, I would think uh, either all the Del Star Dance Club recitals that were incredibly fun with a, an amazing group of people who always put on a great show. Um, my scuba diving class was great. Uh, being president of a year for Alpha Phi Omega was also an incredible experience. There's really too many memories to pick just one. Yeah. Um, so how and why do you stay connected to SUNY Oswego? Uh, right now it's mostly through you guys actually. Um, I stay connected with friends that still go to Oswego, uh, through Alpha Phi Omega, through Swing Dance, Del Sart. Um, I stay connected because it's given me a lot and it's given me the opportunities that I didn't think I would have had, like going to law school. Um, I, I try to give back and I do want to start getting back into like the alumni network and uh, things like that. Awesome, I'm touched that you stay connected with us. <laughs> so, if, uh, what advice do you have for current and prospective SUNY Oswego students? Um, go out of your comfort zone. Uh, I commuted my first two years, and it was, it was tough. I was kind of forced out of my comfort zone, and I am very grateful for that. It, uh... It, like I said, it gave me the opportunities that I have today. And if I didn't go out of my comfort zone, I didn't join the clubs that I joined, meet the people that I met, I wouldn't be who I am today. Awesome. And finally, what do you love about SUNY Oswego? Uh, like I said, it gave me a lot of opportunities. I met a lot of really incredible people who are going to be lifelong friends. Um, I wouldn't be in the career choice that I am. I wouldn't know the people I know, I wouldn't have lived the life I have if it wasn't for Oswego. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and talking about your Oswego experience. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you to all our alumni friends for joining, catching up, and sharing your stories on where you are now. To our listeners, thank you for listening and learning about our alumni as we continue on this journey adjusting into this digital age. If you have any questions for us or for any of our guests, please feel free to message us on Instagram at oswego underscore admission or email us at admis at oswego.edu. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay motivated, and stay positive.